You're listening to The Outfield with Eddie Robinson on Sirius XM OutCube. Gus, thanks so much for taking some time to connect with us here at SiriusXM's The Outfield. You've mentioned in previous interviews that you knew you were gay at five years old. Now, for some conservative parents to hear something like that would probably raise a level of concern. Can you describe for us, if you can recall, thoughts in your mind, an experience or emotions that had been going on, perhaps even a scenario when you were a kid, an experience that happened that started you to thinking that you were indeed different? Yeah, uh... I mean, if I watched movies when I was younger with my family and there was a male and a female lead, I was just drawn to the male lead, didn't really care about the female lead. If we went to the hot springs with my family and there was hot older guys there, I was just like, I was, I don't know, I guess I just knew, but I had, I didn't really realize what it was for a long time. I just knew something was different and that I felt different than other kids. And I don't think I really kind of like had put the label gay on it and realized that that's what it was until I was 16. But I definitely knew from an early age. While the locker room atmosphere of football and basketball doesn't quite exist in freestyle skiing, It's still a sport based on a certain brand of daredevilism, the devil-may-care machismo, where you have competitors and fans referring to anything gay as uncool or lame. And then add on top of that this social climate where you'd have top music DJs at parties and it'd be like this social requirement, basically, to have hot girls surround you. I mean, help us understand that free skiing environment and the intense world of slope style and high pipe competition. I mean, would you consider it to be pretty homophobic? I think it's sort of homophobic without realizing that it's even being homophobic. I mean, people throw around the term that's gay constantly, but I don't think that they do it maliciously. I think that it's just kind of a word that they have no other attachment to besides this meaning that it's lame, which is not what it means at all. So people throw it around all the time and that kind of leads to it feeling very homophobic. And then it is a sport that's based around um, your image and it's an individual sport. And so it's kind of like there's no locker room at the same point. You never really leave the locker room. It's always just locker room talk and and parties. And it's I don't know. It's just it's very much about being cool. You have to be cool for the sport to kind of accept you. And it's based around sponsors and The reason your sponsors are paying you is your public image and how cool you are and how many people are following you and the kind of impact you have in the industry. And part of that is having a hot girlfriend or having guy like guys having girls around all the time and being at the parties with them. And and so it it was it was kind of hard for me, I guess, to to be around that, uh, knowing what I was and who I was. And I ended up uh, doing a lot of things that I I didn't want to do to try and impress, I guess, and to not stand out. We're speaking with overall world champion for the fifth year in a row, according to the Association of Free Ski Professionals, and the 2014 Olympic slope-style silver medalist, Gus Kenworthy. Now, Gus, with this being such an extreme snow sport that you compete in, you've mentioned in an interview that you wanted to come out on your own terms before something serious would happen. And that led me to make an interesting parallel to professional league sports here in our country, where on our show, The Outfield, we've talked about how some pro athletes might be considering coming out of the closet, but they're concerned about making sure that they stay on top of their game. For instance, some people say in the NFL um, that the NFL stands for not for long. And so players who are gay want to protect their own job. You, though, took it amongst yourself to come out of the closet as someone on top of their sport and in a sport that many people consider pretty dangerous. With all due respect to a person's timing of when they should come out, and they should, of course, do it when they feel comfortable, but when athletes use this career expiration date as a reason for not coming out after hearing your story, 
you know, maybe these pro athletes should reconsider. Maybe your story can help resonate with them and, and, and they not let fear control who they are. You know, what do you think of, 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 of this correlation here? I mean, was that the case for you? The power of this closet sort of had you mesmerized? The closet really sort of controlled your life, your livelihood? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I watched um, Michael Sam and Jason Collins and these other people kind of um, take on that position of coming out. And I thought that it was really just brave and, and powerful and it had an impact on me. And then I guess I just felt like I, I needed to do that as well and I didn't want to wait for someone else to come out and then be like oh yeah I'm gay too so I just felt like I should I need to take it on my own to own up to who I am and be honest with the people that are following me and the people that support me and the people I compete against and I guess I just wanted to make sure when I did that that it was on my terms I didn't want to be outed by um, some news source and when I was younger I kind of felt like I guess maybe the same as a lot of those people in the team sports do where I didn't want to tarnish my reputation or damage my brand or worry about what it would do for sponsors. And so I always felt like I could have my ski career. And then when my ski career was over, I could have my personal life and that they didn't exist together. And I guess I just got to the point where I feel like that's ridiculous. Like that shows that I'm ashamed of um, who I am and my sexuality. And, I, and I'm really not. I'm very proud of it. So um, I'm, I'm embracing it. And I just decided that I was going to come out. I wanted to make sure that I was ranked um, number one. and then come out to the world. And I don't know, I didn't know how it was going to affect people, but, um, I was just ready to take that point after the Olympics. All of our interviews were all about the kind of girls we liked and who our crushes were. And I felt like I was either lying by omission or just lying and not being true to myself. And it it, it took a toll on me. It was really, really hard for me. So, uh, I just wanted to make sure that that didn't happen again. I guess I didn't want to be in that position. You know, when you're an athlete, I mean, I've played football and rugby in the past, but when you're an athlete, I've always felt that after a win, after a victory, or perhaps even after a loss, it's one thing to celebrate or reflect on that moment with a coach or a teammate or even with fans. But what about not having that ability to celebrate without a significant other by your side in the public eye? I mean, talk to us about the impact of those moments for you when sometimes that can impact the relationship that you have with someone truly special in your life. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I had a I had a boyfriend for five years, really, really great guy. Um, and he would come to my events with me and he got zero recognition. I, I was never able to be like, oh, this is my boyfriend. I couldn't introduce him that way. I wasn't ready to do that. And I didn't think the sport was ready. And I was just scared. But every, every year, every X Games, they come up and they say, hey, is your girlfriend here? And I'd say, oh, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Um, because they put the girlfriends on the TV and they, it says at the bottom, it'll say Gus Kemmerly's girlfriend or whatever, if I had a girlfriend, but it, it says the athlete's name and it shows their girlfriend and they're on the screen and it will cut back and forth to their reaction while the person is competing and you can see whether they're scared or excited. Um, and I never had that. I was never able to be like, this is my boyfriend and have someone up there and give them that recognition. And I feel like that's, um, kind of an important thing for me and it would have been an important thing for them. And I, as you said, I didn't get to finish a run and celebrate and go down and hug the person that was down there supporting me because I just, I wasn't there yet. So it, it took a toll on the relationship for sure. We're talking to Olympic free skier Gus Kenworthy. Uh, with lights out in a room, Gus, and you're all by yourself, alone with your own thoughts, how do you think you'll be received among a cadre of daredevils during X Games in January? I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure how I'm going to be received, but just the amount of, um, support that I've gotten since I came out from the people that I compete against has already been overwhelming. I mean, I, I didn't really tell any of the people that I ski with or compete against or that are in this industry. I had two friends that I had told 
So it was, I, I was kind of, it was a shock to me either way, whether people were excited or, or upset, but I put it out there with the ESPN article and my Instagram post and everything else that we did. And I got a ton of texts and tweets and messages um, from, from those people that will be at X games. And it was, it was really supportive. And I feel like for the ones that aren't supportive, it's, it's, it's all good. Cause uh, I'm, I'm happy with where I am and I feel comfortable. And I think that my skiing will, will show that. And, uh, it's, it's not my place to try and impress everybody. So Olympic free skier Gus Kenworthy, thank you so much for what you've done and coming on our show. Uh, you're truly a trailblazer in the snow. And, you know, again, thank you so much for having the strength to transform lives. Don't, don't, don't miss the, the outfield. outfield. Sundays, 11 a.m. East, 8 West on Sirius XM LQ.